Welcome back to the Gestaltung Podcast. My name, as always, is Martin Groschwald, and I'm the host of this little series where we talk about everything related to mobility design. And we have an absolute legend on this podcast this week. His name is Stefan Jana. Most of him know him as the master of concept cars in Renault and the group, of course, of it. And what's not better to talk about his concept cars, but also the idea of branding behind it, how important it is for design in general and the company. So without any further ado, let's go Stefan Jana on the Gestalting Podcast. Hello, Stefan. Welcome to the Gestalting Podcast. It's an absolute pleasure to have you with us. You're in Paris at the moment. How are things over there? How is uh, How is life treating you? Yeah, I am in Paris indeed, and uh, life is 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 okay. Uh, even though we have this uh, pandemic, as you know, but um, Paris is a village, so it's kind of uh, almost nice having the this feeling of a village again because there's not so many people outside. Yeah. Very nice, very nice. I, I'm I'm a little bit jealous because I think you know, obviously, Munich is a nice town, but. Uh, uh, enjoying Paris with not the tourists or without the tourists in that sense is probably the biggest treat you will ever get <laughs> because we just don't know how long this will keep up. Uh, but hopefully we're at some point allowed to travel again. But we want to talk a little bit about design today um, together. And we want to talk about something that I think in this kind of design industry nowadays, you've been quite famous for. We want to talk a little bit about concept cars, about branding um, and how they all connect to each other. And um, I do really appreciate you taking the time. But before we jump really into that process, we have a little bit of a theme. And I ask most people this as the first question, um, always, you know, up front. And I'll do this the same to you. What is good design for you? Yeah, actually, it's a, it's a pretty difficult uh, question, actually, because more I think about it and more I find difficult to to answer, <laughs> maybe because of the experience. But well, mm -hmm. every time you say good design, I would I would uh, instantly I'm thinking about uh, Dieterams, you know, the the because yeah, the kind of definition of what good design is, mm -hmm. and we are always dreaming about this uh, perfection between uh, uh, technology. A price and uh, and look, you know. So that's that's what I would say. But but because we are maybe design is bit in between uh, art and engineering, I think it's just something which should bring you an emotion, like a piece of art, but at the same time would be useful. That's the easiest, the simplest thing I would say about design. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. When we take the ideas of Dieter Rams in particular, I mean, Dieter Rams came, you know, came or was part of the conversation um, a few times in the podcast, of course, already. Um, and before we jump into the, the concept cars and everything, when you when you talk about Dieter, Dieter Rams, what is was what is it that you can take from his perspective into also the mobility world or into the car design world? Because a lot of people always tell me like, hey, yeah, you know, he's very product design. He always refused to kind of do a car. He was asked a few times to do that as well. What is it that you take from Dieter Rams with this approach that he has and, and, and take it into the mobility sector, into the car sector that really, you know, helps you to to elevate your process of design or your understanding of design? Yeah, I think what 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 he is bringing to our our, our job is is our activities is that it's kind of uh, he tries to to imagine a perfect perfect world, you know, yeah. the brand, 
the branding, the, the graphic design, the, the colors, the advertising. I think everything is uh, is coherent and uh, and 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 makes sense uh, regarding what he has in mind. So plus the fact that he's is has been inf- uh, influenced by Bauhaus, so he wants also to make kind of clean and minimalist and uh, a purposeful design. So yeah. altogether, it's a kind of uh, yeah, it's kind of perfection. And uh, and of course, Steve Jobs uh, took that to to for his for his brand Apple and. And he did the same. It's not just the the the, the object itself. It's the, the branding, the advertising, everything around it is so uh, coherent. So I think it just demonstrates because Apple is one of the biggest company. I mean, the biggest company in the world, the mm-hmm. most expensive one, valuable one. So it just shows that it works. That was an interesting thing. So take this idea a little bit further, of course, that, you know, it works and, uh, you know, it's it's something that you can adjust to to maybe new ideas. I mean, you are, and I've mentioned this a little bit in this in, in the introduction uh, towards you as well, is that you are really well known within the car design industry. And I would even say you're an idol to a lot of people when it comes to uh, concept cars, show cars. I mean, you've done a lot of incredible stuff at, at, at Renault as well. Um Taking these ideas of Dieterams and like, you know, what you see with Apple and all these kind of things, um, what, how do you start the process for something of a pro, of, of a concept car in the concept of design and branding and combining all these things together? Because it's probably what you've mentioned earlier as well. It's it's cool to do a beautiful thing, but I always had a little bit of the feeling of the stuff that you guys have been doing. Um, there was a certain kind of um, function approach to it as well. It wasn't just supposed to be beautiful. It had really a purpose. So how, how do you get in this kind of early process of this, uh, of, of, a, of a show car, of a concept car from, from all these different kind of angles? What, what is it that you do? How do we have to imagine Stefan Jana sitting there and just like, okay, we need to do something new here. What, what, what's the starting point? Yeah. Yeah. But thank you. Uh, and for, for, for this comment and, uh, I must I must say also that I'm 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 not doing things by myself and have a, so great designers that are helping me doing that. So just to mention them, um, yeah. I mean the 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 concept car for me is um, is an opportunity to to do a kind of a, a perfect product without having the the issues with the clinic test or investments or plant you know uh, issues because you know that kind of stuff so it's not just as you said a beautiful thing because you are free you can just make something beautiful i, I think it's mm. interesting for us to imagine oh if we had for instance if we were apple and we had the money to do a, a new kind of car uh, what would it be so you see the difference between maybe car styling and uh, and product design i would say so we we, we see a car as a product and not in a negative way, you know, because in our business, most of the time when people are saying it's, it's it's like product design, they think, oh, it's going to be boxy. It's going to be a bit boring. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but it's not what we think. We think that we, it's a, it's, it's a product and we can challenge new, new way of using it, new functionalities. And sometimes we are, we have, we have, we are hearing about new technology, uh, new technologies, I think. And, 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 and we think, oh, what what will we be able to do with this? And and we start to dream about it. So it's it's definitely not about shape only. So this is where it gets interesting because um, 
when we talked about, you know, or like when, when I talked with Benoit Jacob, for example, and, you know, uh, various other people as well, there's always this somehow this discuss, discussion coming up moving forward as well for the mobility industry of design versus styling. And you mentioned just something very interesting there in terms of your wording is like car styling and product design. Do you, do you think with, you know, the general kind of industry right now and the way we we look into things right now, we're still in terms of car styling rather than car design. And this is something that we need to learn from maybe the product itself or maybe take the products a little bit, you know, sounds bad when I say this, but less serious and really just make sure that it's becoming a good design with, you know, obviously this, this, this beauty aspect to it. Um, because that's always a little bit of the feeling that I have is we're still living in a in a styling environment with many thought processes rather than really thinking about what is what is design uh, in that context. Yeah, it's it's true that I think we are maybe my generation is in between, you know, because we grew up with uh, posters of uh, Ferraris and the world of our bedrooms, you know, like like for F40 or mm -hmm. 250 uh, short wheelbase. I don't know. And it's, uh, or maybe we, we all dreamed about, you know, uh, the Mustang in Bullet, you know, that's, that's, I think where, uh, car stylists are, are, are coming from. That's their background more, more or less, you know, or they dreamed about the GT40 winning at Le Mans, you know, that kind of thing. And it's, it's, a it's, a it's a very romantic, um, I would say, uh, vision of, of car culture. And I think it's great. But it's true that because of the world is changing, we we have we are now moving towards something different. And you're right, there's a kind of two 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 ways of thinking things, and sometimes people are don't manage to combine them, you know. But I think we can combine. You don't have to oppose them if you see what I mean. It's uh, mm -hmm. but but I do agree that there's 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 two two ways of uh, things th uh, seeing how car culture can evolve. <laughs> How how important is for you? Because I know you moved a little bit more into branding. You've 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 really immersed yourself with that as well. And I believe, you know, when it comes to branding, there needs to be brand shapers. There needs to be a certain kind of brand intention. And within vehicles in particular, that's where you know show cars, concept cars, can always come into play, because it's supposed to show something a little bit bigger than just you know a production vehicle. It's supposed to show a little bit of an intent. When you combine these things together, branding, design, and intention of what you want to do, how much freedom is left in that? Or do you actually think this is the biggest freedom you can get because, you know, um, design is supposed to make something out of this, to make this kind of intent, or is already in that, in that kind of process with other departments such as engineering, such as maybe marketing as well, this intent sometimes a little bit difficult to grasp. You know, it's um, uh, what I, what I want to get to is this kind of, how free can you actually be when you do a show car or a concept car? Is it always that simple that, you know, your boss comes up to you and says just like, oh, let's do a Tresor or something like that. I mean, it's not, I, I would assume it's, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, you're right. The, the process uh, to, to, to get to Tresor, for instance, is, uh, is rather difficult. Actually, the design part is the easiest part. Mm. Because you need to to convince the company, you need to explain, you need to prove that makes sense, etc. So, uh, yeah, it's never easy. And uh, also, I make the difference between uh, concept cars and what we call uh, well, uh, show cars. I would say, for me, show cars are like teasers. You know, they announce uh, a coming production car. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. 
So in within in the company, it's always easy to to sell the idea that we are going to announce the future. Uh, I don't know Clio for for Renault. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing is easy. Everybody's happy about it. Um, I mean, not everybody, by the way, because uh, actually, because the, the guy from the marketing sometimes they say, oh yeah, but if you show too early what the next one will be, we won't sell uh, the the current one. You know. Yeah. So even in that case, you have to deal a little bit. But I think it's not to be to be to be honest. It's not interesting at all for us doing that kind of thing. So if the company doesn't want to do it, to be honest, I'm, I, I don't care. But what I find interesting is to make concept cars. Mm-hmm. And I always suggest uh, if we do something and we invest money, we should do real concept cars because uh, at least you can you can really uh, you can give you the opportunity to find really new ideas. You can suggest to people what the future could be and have a feedback from them when you show this on a motor show or wherever. And um, and sometimes if you do something like Trezor, you can also have a lot of, uh, you know, uh, uh, coverage, media mm-hmm. coverage. So on another hand, if you just show the next Clio, uh, okay, it's the next Clio and it's, it's not so, it's just, you just show in advance what the car would be. And and sometimes it's disappointing, you know, because the the show car is the the finish is better and the, the sometimes proportions are slightly better. Mm-hmm. It's not even the the reality, the, the the truth, you know, the truth. So I, I don't like at all this idea of doing teasers, to be honest. And but when you you want to sell the idea of doing a concept car, then it's super difficult because the the the, the, the management is always thinking that you just want to have fun. Yeah. And then that's why we have to. It's not true, actually. Of course, we want to have fun. You know, who who doesn't? You know, it's uh, it's our energy is coming from that. You know, the energy is coming the fact that you are in a team, and you are all going to enjoy so much what we're going to do. I mean, that's super important, but very difficult to to explain that to your to your management, and that's also why we 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 I'm pushing really hard in the storytelling to to really show that it makes sense and can bring a lot to the company. So that's why I'm always taking the, all the technologies available, what kind of new usage, uh, how, what could it, even we're working, I'm involved in the, 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 the visuals, you know, the images we're going mm-hmm. to make at the end. So, and all together, we, 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 sometimes we manage, we can sell it. Yeah. You said something very interesting. You, you just talked about technology. Um, and how, how do you deal with that? I mean, we're, we're living in this space now where, we have a technology culture um, as well. We have technology available at our hands. I mean, like everybody has a phone, you know, like we have the smartphones connected 24-7 pretty much with this as well. And I'm pretty sure there's other departments within the OEMs in general. Like we don't need to talk about Renault in particular, but, you know, they constantly work on these things. We're talk, we're thinking a lot about user experience and all these kind of things. How how do you get these people together? Because probably the stronger you are as a team, and even if it's a non-just design team, but you know people from other departments as well, it's going to be easier than to convince your bosses to actually get a car onto the road because you can have the best storytelling as well. If maybe some other departments don't want to follow through, um, it's going to be a little bit difficult. So how how immersed do you have to be in these new technologies? How much communication and let's say relationship building within other departments do you have to do that maybe is not really seen in, you know, what the concept car is in the end, because um, that's, that's the group power that then comes to that. 
Yeah, actually, the the, the a concept car for me is really a, an object that can that that is going to to help many people within the company. That's the way I, I present it, you know, and the way it is actually. Uh, when I go to engineering and they, they have a new technology, I say, look, we can we can put that technology in the next concept car, and we can we can show what it is. Same for UX UI, you know, we say, if you're thinking about something great that we, or even you are not sure about how to make it work, we can use the concept car to make some tests, to experiment and so on, you know. So that's that's definitely the the, the, the way it works. I think a, a concept car should be a, a, an object that is, is really gathering people together and, and help them to, to, to experiment their own thing, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's. I find it interesting because you know you, you've mentioned something also the show car earlier, and it seems a little bit at the moment we see more from. And I'll take your definition because I think it's actually very good. We see much more show cars than actual concept cars than let's say five ten years ago. Um, yes. You know we yes. we see these teasers. We see, um, you know, like a, a certain kind of lookout of what's going to happen. Uh, we have companies like Volkswagen who have also have a mentality when it comes to these uh, show cars in that sense that they need to be feasible that they need to be producible on on platforms uh, from from you know from from a selling perspective in that sense how, how do you see that developing i mean do you you're obviously a big advocate of of the of the concept car as well but do you see in the wider screen um that this will come back uh, or do you think it's going to be a, a a niche and maybe we will only see concept cars once a year at some specific shows maybe geneva or you know munich now coming up in september or something like that um because i i have a little bit of a feeling we, we don't get you know three four concept cars a year from a company anymore i think it will be more just like okay we'll we'll maybe just do one and we have a bit more teasers at the moment because we want to get you know directly to to our customers and rather than just to show them what we might see what the future is it's it seems it's losing a little bit of an appeal to a lot of people yeah i mean you're right i mean uh, i don't know if it's going to happen again but i have the feeling that we will see less and less concept cars for sure but um, I think it's um, probably because of the time, you know, um, people are, most of the companies are struggling actually right now. And um, and uh, when when companies are afraid of the future and uh, they always focus on the essential things, you know, which makes sense. Uh, so meaning production cars, and even if you do a show car, a teaser, it's just to talk about production, what's coming next. What's going to bring you money? You have to, you have to reinsure investors, mm. you know, and that's perfect. It, it it makes sense, but I'm I'm it did, I'm sure it will come back because it, because we need to to I think um, car is uh, car world car business is is more than just a business or it's it's a culture. That's why I mentioned earlier car culture, you know, and I think we need that because it's part of our culture. We need to 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 show. Uh, to make people dream about that. You remember in the 50s, we, we talk about dream cars. Yeah. We didn't even say concept cars. We said dream cars. And I think it's, uh, yeah, it's uh, about, it's almost from entertainment industry, you know, uh, somehow it could be part of it. You know, I think it's a kind of a story. You show something like that, it's like in the uh, GM or in the past, you know, with the, the what's his name? Ah, oh, I forgot his name. You know the streamliner, uh, uh, yeah. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um, 
and uh, you had this uh, motorama, you know, uh, yeah. what the future is going to be about. And it's 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 really a show, you know. It's uh, it's uh, it's it's like going to it's like watching a movie, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think could come back. It depends of the situation where if if how the society is evolving. But I'm sure people will ask for dream again. That's something we want. It's not going to disappear tomorrow. But I agree with you. Right now, it's not it's not the moment. Right. Do you do you think that the changing process of what we would call branding nowadays, but the appearance of the company, the appearance of the product, but not just in terms of the products themselves, but in everything that surrounds them, will have an impact on you know these concept cars and stuff like that? But, uh, what I want to say with this, and what I mean with this, is. You know, you're based in France and, you know, we have, uh, of course, we have Haute Couture in France, but we have all these brands and these brands have these Haute Couture shows. But at the same time, you know, they're selling everyday stuff, you know, we call it whatever you want, Chanel, Louis Vuitton, whatever not. And I have a little bit of, um, it's not just an idea in that sense, but I think if we look into other areas um, and into other creative mindsets, it would almost make sense to have this kind of haute couture show or like, you know, something to represent how far the the brand itself can be. And then it doesn't need to be just a traditional car anymore. It could be something completely different, but it's something that represents the brand so that the people feel much more, you know, emotionally bonded to the brand rather than to the product. I mean, this is a, you know, what the Germans trying to do um, with the luxury vehicles and stuff like that, or the premium vehicles. But uh, it it feels a little bit to me in in the generations that we're looking into right now, this could also very much be the case for, um, you know, for cars on the mid market or even on the low end market to then say like, you know, what, what can we do to maybe bond with the people on an other emotional level rather than just the product because that's where 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 it's going to be difficult you know that's where you build then this kind of emotional feeling and i do believe that even smaller brands like you know take the take the dachias take the skodas whatever they're called they they could commit to something like you know an haute couture level and then just you know based on that build relationships with people because we know how it is we don't see a lot of people wandering around with you know these very fancy dresses that are being shown at the at the show but we see kind of you know uh, slimmed down versions of that or eased up versions of that then on the on the red carpets and stuff and i think there's something that we can learn within the car industry or in mobility spot from these companies because they almost perfectionized it yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with you, and um, I think we will have uh, anyway. As, as designers, we'll be involved in more than just making cars, probably, uh, or, or like concept cars we used to make. You know, mm. and uh, it it reminds me what what the brands such as Lexus did in the Milano Furniture Fair. You know, uh, where you can talk about your brand with without making a car. So you can you can make a piece of art. You can do collaboration with artists or with or, or with uh, others. I don't know singers or whoever. And and it's it's going to be very diverse. I think the way to uh, to talk about your your car, even, even as a designer, you'll have to deal with many different uh, kind of supports, kind of um, kind of uh, media. I would say. So meaning meaning that that concept cars will. If we if we keep doing them, are going to be a, a very uh, little part of the whole process of of uh, uh, 
uh, expressing what your brand is about. Do you think, I mean, we're talking about digital spaces nowadays as well. And I, and I think a chance for these concept cars to survive if, you know, to kind of, or let's, let's not put it this way, not to survive, but keep them under a certain kind of financial control and make it maybe easier to, to bring them to life are things such as video games and, you know, uh, let's say on the digital space. Um, in that sense, we have Gran Turismo, we have the Forza series. There's all these kind of outlets nowadays where we see cars being made for that, or maybe they're being shown at the, at a, uh, at a show, but then they're being put into the game. What do you think of that? Do you think that when it comes to concepts, that this is something where you can go back to these dream cars for younger kids or like, you know, younger people that played in these games to bring them back into the car to show them how exciting the car could be? Or do you think it's just a, it's a nice toy to have, but the intent of what we then want to do with, you know, with the brand and with the future doesn't really necessarily lie there because the customer base is not there. No, I, I definitely think that we have to to talk to a younger generation. Um, I mean, to be honest, right now I'm, I'm almost more in, inspired by I don't know some video games such as you know Cyberpunk or mm -hmm. 2077 because or other things because you have a, a kind of new car culture which is coming. You know, I, I was in Japan the past two years, and uh, you have this uh, you know these guys uh, near nearby Yokohama with a uh, uh, crazy, uh, you know, uh, like a speed hunter uh, type yeah. of cars, you know, with uh, mangas, uh, stickers on on the everywhere on the cars. You have you have you have so many different aspects of the car culture of, uh, coming from younger generation, and that are also mixing, you know, um, st st streetwear brands, that kind of thing, you know, with with the way they they use the vehicles. Mm. So I think it's it's we definitely have to take this in account, and it's super motivating and having having new uh, new inspiration because as I said, you know, uh, with my age, I could I could be inspired by by nice uh, cars from the '60s uh, all my life. You know, they are amazing. So it's enough to be inspired. But I think it's very it's very interesting to now to to try to understand younger generation to see what's going to make them. Uh, happy to see in the future, you know, what, what will be a part of their own culture. So that's definitely something we, we, we have to take into account, I think. Uh, this uh, digital era uh, culture also. But on another hand, I think it's what is really interesting with the, the, the concept cars, as we know, is that making the real thing is, is uh, something quite unique, you know. Mm. When, when it comes to uh, communicating your, your car, we found out that if the car is not a running prototype, if you cannot invite people on board, then you're losing a lot also in terms of media coverage. You know, mm -hmm. If you look at influencers, for instance, you know, they, 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 these, these women and men, that, they have their own YouTube channel and so on. Yeah. If they cannot get in the car and talk to their audience, they don't even talk about it. Almost, you know what I mean? And and to do so, you have to, to do a, a proper concept car. Uh, so that's that's interesting because somehow everybody say, oh, every, everything's going to be digital and we don't have to invest so much money and so on. But I think it's not entirely true. We have to, I think, and even if you remember uh, motor shows, <laughs> 
uh, when you see people coming to motor shows to see the real thing and to sometimes to be invited on the podium, to be in the car and you see how happy they are, I mean, I think it's unique. You cannot replace that with uh, with just uh, digital uh, uh, tools, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree 100%. I mean, you know, we, we're obviously involved here in the Munich Motor Show as well. And, you know, there's a lot of conversations going on in the background as well. And, you know, about the digital spaces that comes with it. But I, I still believe that any kind of product and, you know, a car or a vehicle and whatever it's going to be in the future is, is, is part of an experience. And this experience is about our senses as well. It's not just about seeing something or, uh, you know, it's about smelling something. It's about touching something as well. And I think, you know, if you get close to a, a concept car on a, on a, on a stage and you can touch it or you can sit inside it, it's a completely different kind of feeling. And uh, the, the, the things that comes close to it, of course, is then, you know, you, you have your, your, your rack where you can drive a car digitally on Gran Turismo or whatever it is. But, um, that gives you just a feeling to do it. But then when you see it on pictures and I've, I can tell you this from my own personal experience very recently, I, I, I don't really look at reveals that much anymore because it's just pictures. You know, you see them everywhere on Instagram and stuff like that. There is, uh, there's of course the marketing machine behind it, uh, but there's nothing really in that sense that makes me very attached to it. Um, because it's just there and then it, you know, goes away again and it's all these different kind of things. And I think this is where, in particular, these kind of concept cars are super important because in a in a time where things get more and more similar, where diversification is becoming more and more difficult, these these concept cars do show you an opportunity of hey, this is what maybe a brand are, what a design team is all about, or like you know whatever you want to call it, um, that shows that there's something different there, you know, and and that you have this kind of ability to differentiate and bring new ideas out. And, you know, it's the same for me when I look into all these uh, autonomous driving situations where we're talking about boxes or toasters and you, you mentioned like product design approach and stuff like that. And I, I always ask the questions like, is this really the future? I mean, I understand where it comes from and stuff like that, but couldn't it be something that, you know, we could do completely differently? Is it like, you know, that we're fixed now to this box for autonomy and stuff? And this is where it gets really interesting because then we're talking not just about you know, is the concept a vehicle concept, but is it an environmental concept? Is it an infrastructural concept or is it an experience concept that is not just based on one brand, might be based on a city and stuff like that. And this is where I'm really, you know, fascinated to see how we can move ahead with concept cars, because I think we, we, we need to remove them from the idea of just the car, but into an infrastructure or into a full environment to, to explain to people why things you know, are imagined the way they are or could work like that because otherwise it's just a product again, you know, and I think the the, the generation that's now coming up with uh, all these different new values, they don't necessarily just look at the product. They look at many other things outside the product and then combine everything to then have an opinion. Yeah. I mean, the people are looking at, they, they want to have an experience, but not only a digital experience, you know, it's not because they spend hundred percent of the time almost uh, looking at their mobile phone that they, they want only this you know and um, I think I think as you mentioned we even in Renault we've done a lot of that we took in account the uh, eco, what we say ecosystem the surrounding you know not just doing a car but 
thinking about oh car you know like easy go or easy pro it's this concept that can be part of the city it's almost um a piece of a city which is moving you know that's the when we started the project that was the mindset i gave you know i said oh imagine if it's a part of the building which is detached from the building and it, which is moving in the city you know that is the kind of mi mindset we have when we, we we start such a kind of projects just just want to, to say that what is exciting is that we will have so many different types of vehicles to design also compared i mean in the past you just had to do something you know like uh, oh you have a, a you need to be able to have five people and a, a quite good uh, storage luggage and that's it and good looking car and that's it i think what is super exciting is that we can experiment so many different ideas because there will be so many different ways of using a vehicle in the future from the guy who doesn't care and just want to go from a to b but even even for for this you need to design something you know maybe boring and mm. it can be interesting to design this boring thing and from the other the another one who wants to have a uh, a kind of super exciting experience, uh, like a, a, like watching a, a piece of art, you know. So you you even go beyond uh, functionality. You you do even more than that. So that's it was such a wide range of uh, of uh, exploration of uh, expression for us. So I think it's uh, I would be rather positive about the future. Then let me ask you this: It's just like you know when you. When you look into the future a little bit as well, and uh, you know, uh, last conversation I had was with Holger Hamf, who, um, who's a, you know, who's a design works, and we talked a little bit about the role of the designer, and we talked about the designers need to, in particular in the mobility space as well, need to learn new skill sets in that sense as well. What what do you think is important for, you know, new students coming out of school um, that want to go into the mobility space? Do what, what do you, what do you see? Is, is going to be a tool set or like a skill set that they will need in the next five to 10 years that's maybe not there anymore or not yet. Yeah, I think I think students, by the way, you mentioned the, the concept cars you see on on, uh, on Instagram and so on. I, I, would, I would make the remark that that some students, are, some of them are so talented that sometimes you don't know, you're not sure if the car is coming from the company itself or, or the student, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that that's that shows that uh, also uh, as a as a as a company you you must go beyond that and make real things also to make the difference. You know what I mean? But it's just it's just a comment. I would say that students, I mean, for them, they they have to take into account so much more than 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 we had to do in the past. Meaning they will have to 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 be a, a brand brand specialist almost. You know, they will have to understand marketing, brand, how to deal with storytelling. Uh, among the fact that they have to design something uh, that which is good looking or which is uh, uh, clever, mm -hmm. so the tools they will need, I think, in the future, and I think some of them are already doing that. Is that, of course, sketching is is not anymore uh, necessary to express your ideas. Maybe it's necessary for yourself as a tool to to think, but but they will have to do their the digital model by themselves. Mm -hmm. And plus, they will have to do probably to make some animation and movies, even more than just animate. Maybe they will have to almost create a kind of a, a short movie, you know, to 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 almost with actors or something like like in video games. I don't know. They will have to go really beyond just making an object and 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 showing what it could look like. 
So I think it's there that it's going to be um a bit more difficult for them because they will have to to um, many more uh, you know uh, softwares and uh, and a way to express the ideas. I think that's the, what they will have to do. Yeah. No, I um I agree, and uh, I am you know as excited as you are about the future. To be fair, and uh, I really uh, first of all I want to say thank you really for taking the time. But before I let you know you. I know that you've uh, you've listened to a couple of podcasts before you, so you know that there's three questions that I will always ask <laughs> everybody who's uh, who's joining us on the on the podcast. So before we end the session, um, let's dive deep into it. And uh, first question number one: Which creative mind, for you personally, and this doesn't need to be somebody in the car industry; it can be pretty much in anywhere, hasn't has inspired you? in your career and in your personal life the most? Um, so I, actually, I, I didn't find, it was difficult to find just one. Uh, I would say, I would say Le, Le Corbusier, I would say. All right. Yeah, question, question number two, which project, and again, this is a non-car project in that sense, if you want to, that you have not been part of, would you absolutely have joined uh, to be part of? Um, the uh, the NASA. <laughs> this this keeps on popping up, you know. It's like a I lot know. of people love this kind of, you know, NASA Apollo 11, 13, whatever kind of level it is. They they know, absolutely love that. What I is what is your? Try, I didn't try to be uh, to be different, you know. I, I'm just trying to. To tell the truth, <laughs> <laughs> what, is, what is your what is your um, appeal to that? I mean, when I spoke with Benoit Jacob, he said just like I just you know the combination of engineering, getting things done, and all these things is just what fascinates him. He said like I'd, I'd even be the you know the carpenter, like no problem. I just look and you know clean the floor, and I just wanna I just wanted to be there. What is what what was your um, what is what is your appeal to that apart from you know obviously it's cool to go into space, but what is it that interests you about it? Yeah, I think it's the. It's a, I know I know Benoit quite well, and uh, we we talk about that uh, sometimes because we are both quite fan of uh, aircraft and so mm -hmm. on. And uh, but I think it's kind of ultimate design. To be honest, the ultimate design is uh, is the when uh, function and and beauty are, are are perfect, and you don't even need a designer. It's almost like something coming from from God. You know, if if there's a God, you know, you know what I mean. It's, it's something. That goes beyond, and then it's kind of fascinating, I think, to have these uh, uh, perfect objects that are, are made almost just because they have to be made like that, and you don't even know why. Just just necessity of the the physics. Physics are is the designer. You know what I mean? Yeah. This kind of fascination uh, when when everything comes together, and it, it looks great, and it works, and uh, and and it brings so much to humanity. Also, you know, the dream of of going further, you know? Yeah. All right. All right. Last question. And I think this might be the one that I, you know, that, that, that most people struggle with. If I give you a blank check, which car would you buy? Yeah, I know, but it's, it's super boring answer. I'm going to give you. <laughs> go on, go on. A 911. <laughs> which, which model? I mean, like if we talk about 911, we, we have to talk about which, you know, model you prefer which model you like and all these kind of things so uh what's 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 the perfect 911 for you actually i found the latest one quite good 
to be to be honest. And what well, so well, actually for four years I didn't like it anymore. And but the 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 past five years I found it especially Targa ones I find just them perfect. You know, it's just like a sketch. Yeah. The size and the volumes and the the silhouette. And the good thing about that car is that is that you're you're not judging the design anymore for me. It's just a 911 is so perfect. The people are not asking themselves, oh, is it is it good or bad? Is it beautiful or not? It, it's it, it's more than that. It's just a 911. <laughs> you don't judge it anymore. No, but that's amazing. People, you know, in the street, they're not saying anymore. It's 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 good or bad. It's it's just it's just there. You know, yeah. it's part of us. So I find it fascinating. Awesome. Thank you very much, Stefan. It's been an absolute pleasure to uh, to have you share your thoughts and give us some insights of, uh, you know, of yourself and obviously of your brain as well. Thank you very much for joining in and to all of our listeners, as always, uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode of the Gestalten podcast, this time with Stefan Jana. And um, please do not forget to subscribe to us. And wherever you can rate us, please do rate us, share us with your friends so that, uh, yeah, we have, uh, you know, many more guests planned, of course, but we can get, uh, you know, the same level as Stefan, as Stefan in the future as well. So thanks for listening once again. See you very, very soon and hear from you very soon. And uh, yeah, if you need anything else, if you want to contact us, please do use social media on all different kind of channels to contact us for questions and everything. But uh, yeah, Stefan, once again, thank you very much. And to all the listeners. You will hear back from us in a couple of weeks' time.